We come to this place for magic. We come to pop pull review, to laugh, to cry, to drink. Because we need that, all of us. That indescribable feeling we get when we hit the play button and go somewhere we've never been before. Sound that I can feel. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. Together. Pop Poor Review. We make movie podcasts better. Hey guys, we wanted to come on and say we're taking a little bit of a break from the podcast. Uh, it's just we're moving, getting everything situated, trying to... We, we're getting some new jobs, and it's just a lot right now. So uh, we're going to come back in the beginning of May. And we also um, are going to be retweaking the show a little bit. So in this little like month time, uh, we didn't want to leave you guys hanging. So we're actually going to replay highlights of our Patreon content. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna be playing uh, highlights from our Wandavision episodes uh, that we did on Patreon, uh, our Falcon Winter Soldier episodes that we did on Patreon, and then our Loki episodes that we did on Patreon. Uh, you can find the first two episodes of Wandavision on our normal podcast, and the same goes with Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki. Our first episode for that are on our normal podcast, but the other episodes uh, were for Patreon only, and we're gonna release some some highlights from those episodes uh so you guys aren't left empty-handed while we take a little break enjoy these episodes for the next few weeks and oh also for don't forget uh we were theorizing for these episodes so um these are dated so i apologize for that but uh i hope you enjoy and we'll see you uh in may welcome to the time variance authority i'm miss minutes and it's my job to catch you up before you stand trial for your crimes. Guilty of being the god of mischief? Yes. Guilty of finding all this incredibly tedious? Yes. Guilty of a crime against the sacred timeline? Absolutely not. You have the wrong person. Hey, everyone. This is Pop Poor Review, the movie podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. And today, uh, we are doing... We are on Patreon, so hello. And we're doing something a little different from the other Marvel shows... Uh, instead of doing week by week, episode by episode, uh, we were schedules didn't really line up a lot. So we're going to do, we did episode one. So if you missed it, you can listen on our, uh, on a, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. That's where our episode one is. If not, you want to just hear what we have to say, you can keep on listening. But we're going to do episodes two through six. And we're going to go episode by episode. So let's start. And we're just going to go break it down into episode by episode. So we're going to start with episode two, which is. The variant, which is Mobius puts Loki to work, but no, but not everyone at the TVA is thrilled about the God of Mischief's presence. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Does anyone is it memorable? Because that was a while ago. So let's start with that. Yeah, I do actually remember this episode. Okay, what did you like about? What was the good things about this episode? I liked the 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 end scene. It's set up for what I thought would have been a great episode three, but let's not get there yet. Well, yeah, we'll get to episode three. We talk about episode three, but yes, that the whole scene and it's it's uh, rocks on right that like shopping like walmart type store they had uh i just i don't remember but what i can see on the wikipedia page they're in i know they're alabama. in oklahoma oh alabama 2050 i remember yeah, that's it's what it 2050 was. during a hurricane a it, category five catastrophe you know what I, re- I remember reading they said that catastrophe was higher than um ragnarok yes i think it was higher than ragnarok because ragnarok didn't have this th- as high of a number which i thought was interesting but maybe i don't maybe the whole world died i don't know we didn't see it uh kelly what did you like about this episode this episode I just thought was like a little more eye-opening to what the time variance did. Uh, I'm trying to remember it, to be honest, because I really only remember the parts within 
the the shopping center. That is the best sequence of the whole episode. Like it was a great but, like tease at the end. That was a great sequence. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the rest of the episode. Is that when we they find to, out they went to Pompeii. what happens to? No, no. I mean, is that when they find out what happens to what, C15? I don't know if I'm getting the right. We do the find hunter that was abducted. So, they do find her. In the beginning of the episode is when they, is when, um, you don't know this yet, but when Lady Logi attacks them, when Sylvie attacks them, and that was the opening, that was the uh, cold open, I believe. That was at the, um, that was at the, the Renaissance, Renaissance Fair. Fair. Okay, well, this is the episode we also find out it's Lady Loki. True. Because we still didn't know who, what, like, what Loki variant we were actually dealing with until the, towards the third act of the episode. Um, I liked this episode overall because it moved along the storyline. But like now, like as I'm trying to think back on it, it's like there wasn't too many memorable moments until probably the third act or so, and the really bad CGI for Pompeii. <laughs> that so I was I was kind of going through all the episodes to see what people were saying about it, like before this podcast to refresh myself. And like literally, the one downfall I think people had with this episode, they were like the Pompeii scene is just like. You can tell they're on a super small set with like one camera and like the budget just did not call for it. And I was like, well, well, to be honest with you, they shouldn't have had that scene. They should have done it something different to like work better. The budget, they didn't have the budget to go back to um to Pompeii in 79 AD to oh, film that scene. That's true, Jimmy. You're, 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 that's, you're correct. That's why it looked like that. Come on, Matt. No, but also, I mean, Jimmy, you have to say that that was not good CGI. Then. No. There was a lot of not good CGI in this in this series. That yes, this show had either amazing CGI, and we'll get to I guess when we talk about the episodes, or not that great CGI. But I will say now they did confirm that Sylvie is like a mix of the Enchantress and Lady Loki, right? It's not just Lady Loki, right? Yeah. Okay, because I liked I liked yeah. how like each character, and we'll get to them. Like they kind of took from like a couple different things and made their own character, which I feel like was different from this show compared to like WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier. They kind of took more liberties with the characters. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I like the slow burn between episode one and two and it was leading to something big, which it did at the very end where she bombed the timeline. And And then it had no um, repercussions at all. Like literally. So let's move into episode three. Lamantis. Loki finds out the variant's plan, but he has his own that will forever alter both their destinies. But you have to remember from the episode two, it left off with Loki and um, Sylvie running into the a portal. The, a portal. You don't really know where it One leads to. Portals. But they just bombed the TVA, like yeah. the no, sacred she, timeline. She, but they bombed the timeline. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. So the TVA is in you all is in like crazy, crazy, crazy mode. And so like now they just like show up and they're like, okay, we're here. We need to see. Um, the, the Time Lords. That's Rents, like the first five seconds. Yeah. Of the the rest Rents, is on the Lamantis planet. Yeah, because oh, then okay. Renslayer's like, no, no, no. And then that's when they get the temp pad and they teleport them to. That was literally the first five minutes. St- this was my least favorite episode of all the Disney Plus shows. I did not care for this episode. No, this was a horrible, horrible filler episode. I understand. No, no, I agree. I understand what the purpose of this episode was supposed to be. But like they could have done it. Like I remember reading. I just read because like now that the show's over, a lot of the articles are coming out about what the show almost was and they said episode two was supposed to be sylvie going through the timeline like where she's been before the show started and i was like that would have been a good third episode where it's like you got to know who she was and you got to know more about her and you saw her what she was actually doing throughout the timeline instead of this because this literally like they had this huge like like pacing going 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 and then it was just like flatlined and to be honest with you i felt the rest of the show even though i loved the, the second half of the show better than the first half, it felt like it was a little more rushed because like 
they just wasted like, like almost an hour of the third episode. So that, that, I mean, I don't know. No, after the third episode, like it literally the third episode took, took, took the, um, like the gusto out of the show. No. Yeah, exactly. That's it. it but it, but the, but I, weirdly this, the third, the second half of the show still is my favorite, but it felt like it was like, okay, we got to get all this in now. And maybe because there was so much compared to like one through two, maybe that's why I like to start contrast, but I don't know. Like the CGI either was amazing or not that great. Like it was like, you can tell they were like on a set and they just like, filtered the purple I, I don't know i just wasn't it because they were supposed to say sylvie this could have been in, like sylvie enchanted loki before they went to this planet or something and this was all one big in, like, inside his mind and i was like i would have liked that if you realized that after episode three but like i don't know this 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 episode just yes it had it had some good moments but like i i really didn't care for it and i think a lot of people have the same the same views well like with what jimmy just said like Episode three was a really big turning point in this entire series because after episode three, I did enjoy four, five, and six to an extent, but a lot of my interest was taken out of the entire series because of episode three. One, the fight choreography, Matt brought this up to me before I even watched it. And when I watched it, I understood exactly what he was saying. It was horrible. It was very slow. It was just kind of like, this is I'm watching one of my biggest things about fight for choreography, which, you know, if you guys listen to our other podcasts, I have to do with like heavily action movies. If I can see that it's like choreographed and it doesn't flow well, then like I am, I hate it. I hate it so much. And then they were also doing the quick cuts and I couldn't see exactly what was going on. Like the fight in the hallway that they, when Sylvie and Loki were in the TV in the very beginning, I couldn't see anything. I had no idea what either of them were doing at all. It was just bodies flying everywhere, quick cuts, close-ins on their face. And I was like, this is terrible. And then when they did kind of slow things down, I don't know if I'm getting my episodes mixed up. Like they did slow motion stuff. I'm like, it looks terrible. Like it just does not look good. And the whole episode was just kind of like a waste in my opinion. Like I honestly didn't learn anything about Sylvie. I would have rather have had that background episode. Like Matt said, we really didn't get pushed along anywhere and it really served no purpose in the scheme of the entire series and it, it looks so, zero purpose and it looked like it was going to start really good because the opening the cold open i think it was was like uh her and the girl from hellboy like in like the bar and like she's in her mind and i was like oh this seems really interesting maybe it's going to be it's you're just, it's all about sylvie now but then it like they weirdly put loki in there because i feel like he's the it's like sort of the situation just for this one episode personally for me I, it felt it like the like what they did with falcon winter soldier how they kind of pigeon toed like how they kind of forced him in some episodes while it was like Cap's moment, while it was like Falcon, the Anthony Mackie's moment, they kind of were like having Sylvie's moment, but they were like, we kind of have to have Loki in this episode. And I feel like if it was just her going throughout and having a backstory, I would have been so fine with that because then it kind of could have led up to why she wanted to bomb the timeline, the sacred timeline. I don't know. It's just this episode. Yeah, it, it just the struct, the whole structural aspect of it was just all wrong. It just it went down, down, down. I mean, on IMDb, it has the lowest rating, that episode. And there was no, like, TVA. I was just like, I don't know. Everything you were accustomed to for the first two episodes, they were like, I compare it to, like, uh, Force Awakens to Last Jedi. It's like they kind of took it and, like, kind of threw it out the window and had their own rules for it. I don't know. There was no Miss Minutes. I love me some Miss Minutes. She had, like, one scene where she's like, no more battery, bye. Yeah, but she wasn't, she was in the temp pad. She wasn't out and about scaring people. That we'll get to later. 
like the only thing that this episode brought was the fact that the TVA workers were actual variants that yeah. were taken from the timeline and they fucked with their minds. Like yeah. that's all we pretty much learned. And it's like, yeah, that was like a minute of the show. So like this entire episode was a total waste. <laughs> and like this didn't have anything to do with the show, but a big thing that came out of this episode that they confirmed in the MCU, at least that Loki was by. That was a good moment, but I feel like they could have put that in any point of the show. No, it could have been put anywhere. That's what no, I'm saying. It was Literally. like a, it was a good moment. It was like fun to have in the in the show, but they could have put it in any episode. I don't know. I just didn't like this one. It wasn't like I said. It was my least favorite of all the Marvel shows on Disney Plus so far. It's like not even that, but they also like opened up this like possible side story of them trying to save the people of Lamentis, and like you know, like Loki was like, "We're going to let all these people die," and then they were just like, "Okay, yeah, sure, blah blah blah," and like kind of went over it, and I was just like, "Okay, so like." us being on this planet literally serves no purpose at all. Yeah. Like it literally serves zero purpose. So I was like, this episode I straight up was like, Oh my God. Like, ugh, is this over? Like it, I'm like, it's exactly what Jimmy said before. It literally like sucked my entire interest of this series. This one episode. I will say on rewatching though. I did like the last scene when they're running through trying to get to this ship. I didn't like it at first, but the second time I actually, it was, I liked it better. I thought that was a cool... That was the only highlight of the I whole it was, episode. It was supposed to be one shot. Yeah. I personally didn't like it because suddenly it also, like, showed, like... There was a theory going out that it was um, Sylvie, like, doing this whole mind thing with Loki. But then it's, like, it made some good points. Like, Loki was, like, seriously overpowered in that escape scene. And it was just, like, if you had this much power, why did you have so much trouble defeating the Avengers? Or completing any of your evil, like dubious traps or anything it's just like straight up like you made him so powerful in this and it's like where we i have never seen loki remotely use any of this power in any of the movies he's been in so it's like this makes no sense at all in terms of his power levels the only thing i can say about that is maybe because like it seemed like that was a running theme of the show where it's like now that he knew other lokis he like like he didn't realize how powerful he was i do get you at first i was like well that i've never seen him do that but they kind of they do that more and more like in episodes four, five, and six as well, I feel like. So maybe that's what it was. Yeah, but four, five, and six is, is him getting closer to Sylvie in some points where she's teaching him like, that's true. you can do this, blah, blah. And then this episode, no, they didn't have that. Like he was like, teach me how to do enchant people. And she was like, nah. And then all of a sudden when they're escaping, it's like Loki's straight up obliterate, obliterating like a building. buildings. And I'm, I was just like, if you could have, if you could do that, why the fuck did you even need a Chitauri army to take down the Avengers or take over earth? Or like, why did you have so much trouble defeating Thor? Like mm-hmm. episode four, the Nexus event, frayed nerves and paranoia infiltrate the TVA as Mobius and Hunter B-15 search for Loki and Sylvie. And they kind of like, I was hoping they were going to fix episode three with this episode. And it was like, Oh, they found us. Okay, cool. We're moving on. That story doesn't matter anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. But besides that, the episode was very good. I thought I thought everything was, besides like them kind of like weirdly resolving episode three, I thought everything was great in this episode. Uh, this episode was definitely way better than episode three. Uh, my interest like got peaked again because I was just like, this is like, you know, it moved the story along and we got to learn more about the TVA. We mm-hmm. got a nice cameo from Lady Sif. Oh, that was so fun um, to see her. I was so happy. It was nice that um, they were able to get B-15 on their side to realize that she was a variant. Um, it's just... Was that the scene thing, where they bring her back to the shopping center and they kind of show her her memory? Yeah. That yeah. was a good scene. That yeah. was very good. So, like, this is the my only thing with this episode 
is just like, or I guess just the entire Loki series in general is that I kind of wish, I think episode three really did mess things up because I kind of wanted to delve more into B-15, like Mm -hmm. what her past was and stuff. But it's just like in the essence of how many episodes and time, it's like we had to glaze over a lot of stuff and everything kind of had to happen very quickly for Loki. So I think like I didn't even realize this until we just started talking about it, but episode three really fucked up Loki's pacing, to be quite honest. No, yeah, 100 percent. And yeah, and I think a lot of people, a lot of people felt that way. Like it's not just us because I've read a lot. Even like, yeah, like my brother said, IMDb has the lowest one and it's pretty. Everything almost has nines across the board or higher for Loki. And like that one has like a what, Jimmy, like a 7.9, was it? Yeah, 7.9. But yeah, I, I mean, I I liked, yeah, like Kelly said, it, it made more, it gave more to like the TVA. You kind of understood a little more. I still, it, it showed more of Owen Wilson, which I like because I thought he was really good. Uh, I mean, and then you have the time, you saw the timekeepers and Jimmy was right. They were fake. Yeah. Didn't I say that from the beginning? I'm like, I, I know they're fake. Well, that's why I just said Jimmy was, Jimmy was right. But you know, no. Yeah. And like, I was wondering why they were like, so, like they looked like they were from Chuck E. Cheese at first. And I was like. Uh oh, this is not good. But I guess it was intentional to make him seem like <laughs> Andrew. So they were because they were robots. Do you know who? Do you know Jonathan Major voiced all of them? Right, I read that. Nope. Yeah, they barely spoke. So it's like I would never make that connection. No, neither would I. But it's like that's. I'm surprised they like that's a lot. That's some detail there to like have them even have that gibberish. Have them say the gibberish. But yeah, B15 was great in this episode. Uh, I mean, they had the. I was actually. I actually. So when uh, Mobius got pruned, I was. I was actually upset. And then when Loki got pruned. But yeah, I got pissed off. I, I gasped when I was like, oh. Same. I, was, I was like, no, I, I was, liked Mobius. I, I wasn't pay- I wasn't expecting it. I know, same. I was like, oh, no, Mobius. And then when Loki got pruned, I'm not going to lie. I actually, because this show could have taken, I, I thought they were going to focus on Sylvie for the rest of the two episodes and her quest. And I was like, would they do that? And then obviously there was the uncredit scene. Okay. Like, what? Well, no, here's my thing. When they when they when they um, pruned Mobius, I was like, "Oh, okay, they're actually killing off some big people." And then they pruned Loki, and I was like, "Okay, they're not they're not dead. They're coming back somehow." Same way in Infinity War, when I was like, "Are they actually killing all of these characters?" And then they dusted uh, Black Panther, and I was like, "Nope, they're all coming back." You didn't have any. You didn't. You didn't think they can actually focus on like Lady Loki? Nope. No. Okay. No, I had that one fe- second. As oh, I had as that thought. Loki. I was like, well, they're they're going somewhere, but but I don't know where. They're not really dead. I I thought for a quick second, like, oh, maybe Sylvia will become the Loki, but then I was just like, no, like she'll find a way to go back in time or something. But like when Mobius went, that's when I was like, oh yeah, like the show is finally going there. But I did have the same thought as Jimmy when Loki went. When I was like, okay, like at first I was like. Okay, like that'd be cool if Sylvie's the only like Loki. I thought of you, Matt, like Matt, and like your mindset, but then I quickly was like, no, they wouldn't fucking do that. No, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, I, I understand your thought. I was, but I was like, I can, because this show was a little more obscure compared to the other ones, so I can see it kind of taking that turn. But yeah, and I read a lot of things that people were upset that they had the end credit scene showing he survived and they wanted to wait until the next one. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Marvel did that to assure people that, like, don't worry, Loki's coming back. I feel like no, but I agree that like I think the end credit scene was not necessary because it would have been better if we saw it in the like if that was the opening of the next episode, then it's like I feel like would have been a lot better. And I think the buzz around Loki would have like shot up exponentially on Instagram. I saw it, it shot up a lot. I like the end credit scene, but it was only it was they had technically two this at this season, but this was the only true one. The other one was kind of like a little a little tiny one, but 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, you got to see alligator. You got to see a quick thing. Alli- I was like, is that an alligator? What? What? I, I need to watch next episode. They do have good endings, I feel I didn't like. even, like, realize that that was Richard E. Grant until, like, afterwards it said special guest appearance Richard E. Grant. And I was like, who the hell was he? I had to Google who it was. Oh, really? You, I was the first person I saw because I remember I was like, oh, I forgot he got cast in this. No, I didn't have no I, I saw an article, so I was like, oh, yeah, like, okay, it makes sense. And then also... um. They set up, I think they set up, gave a little tease towards Blade in this episode when they were like, they, they've pruned or reset timelines for the Kree, Titans, and vampires. And I was like, ooh, that's fun. Except I completely forgot Blade was a Marvel character and the whole thing I was Oh, yeah. Like, Who did you say it was? <laughs> Morbius. Oh, yeah. Well, technically, I guess. You're that, not wrong. I'm not wrong, but I had I, Blade just was like, until you said Blade, I was like, no, I'm sorry. I googled Marvel vampires and it came up. You know what it is though, but like we didn't know this at the end. But I mean, like we had a feeling. But like you weren't, you wouldn't be wrong if that's what, if that's what it was teasing anyway. Episode five: Journey into Mystery. Loki tries to escape the void, a desolate purgatory where he meets variant versions of himself. This was my favorite episode of the whole series so far. I loved everything about it. The Easter eggs were amazing. I mean, they even had Frog Thor. They had voiced by Chris Hemsworth actually. They had Thanos' helicopter. Like, it was... I love just looking for the Easter eggs. That was what's, what was amazing, too, for this episode. Did you just say Thanos' helicopter? Yeah, they had, you didn't yeah, see you it? You didn't see that? What helicopter does he have? It just said a helicopter that said Thanos on it. It was his one that he has in the comics. Yeah, literally don't know. But I did see... I saw it, but I was just like... I, I wasn't like, oh, Thanos has a helicopter. Oh, <laughs> like, no. I didn't, like... The only reason I knew, because I never read it in the comics, but the only reason I knew about that was because uh, during like the Infinity War Endgame time, people are like, oh, I hope he comes in with his helicopter. But I was like, yeah, no, that'd be terrible if that happened. But anyway, um, who was your favorite variant of this episode? Kid Loki. Really? I like classic Loki. Loki. I liked classic Loki was like my, it's up there with Miss Minutes. I loved him so much in this episode. When they, when he built Asgard at the end. I was like, that's the best scene. Of the, that's one of the top tier MCU moments for me. I love that scene. I mean, I liked classic Loki, but I thought kid Loki was just like, just like the way he held himself and stuff. And like, I just thought like he also represented like, he represented a different Loki, whereas like a confident Loki, a strong Loki, a Loki who like achieved his like, what he wanted but then also realized like it wasn't all that it was cracked up to be it was just kind of like as a child it's like if that loki had grown up i don't know if he he definitely wouldn't have gone down the same trajectory that the loki we've seen or the loki that we're focusing on would have went down because it's like it seems that he fully realized like this isn't what i wanted no i i liked to i liked i thought the actor was really good for the kid Uh, i i actually made me excited that if they ever do young avengers that he's going to be in it hopefully because he was a good character i just liked the classic loki better but also, Alligator Loki, I was just like, I loved how they kept cutting to Alligator Loki. I was like, this is so weird, but amazing, I guess. Yeah, it was. I, I, and I didn't like the whole Loki fight in like their little hideout. I thought oh, you didn't like that? Really yeah, stupid. I thought that was bad. Well, it's not that it was stupid. It looked bad. Like for me, it just looked really bad. Like it, there was nothing cool about it. Oh, I like In that. my opinion. Oh, yeah, I liked it. Um, What was I going to say? Then there was, yeah, there was a lieth. Okay, Kelly, I, I know I talked to Jimmy about this. The first time you see um, when Sylvie sees a lieth, doesn't the purple smoke, in that scene in particular, because the rest of it was pretty good CGI, doesn't it remind you of Once Upon a Time? It looked like shit. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. It didn't look good at all. I thought later on it got better, but like that one scene where like it's going through the bus that she was in, I was like, 
Oh, this is uh, this is ABC. Okay, it's like really weird. I feel like they filmed Loki to be like in 3D sometimes, like with the way they <laughs> they did the effects. And I was like, is this supposed to be 3D? Like, you know, like I can imagine wearing the glasses and it popping out at you because <laughs> I was just like, what? Why do they make it look like this? It looks really bad. No, oh, yeah, that, yeah. I saw that was the whole thing with this at this show. Like, it was like they either looked amazing or it was there was no in between. There was no in between for like a lot of the stuff. But I will say, like at the very end, where um, they go past the life and you find out it's past the void. I knew that it was probably going to be Kang, but I the 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 castle that they showed for a split second, for a split second, I thought it would be maybe Doctor Doom, but obviously it wasn't. But I was like, oh, could it be? Like, are they psyching people out to think it's Kang and then it's Doctor Doom? But obviously not. It was it was Kang. But it could have been Mephisto. Oh no, it wasn't up. Wait, say it again, Jim. It could have been Mephisto. Okay, you hit the button way too quickly, man. Let's try this again. It could have been. <laughs> what is this? Siesta Key? Like okay, a try again. MTV reality show? It could have been Mephisto. Why is that clapping now? I'm just doing it purposely. Sorry. Okay. But that clapping's long. Oh. Okay, anyway. But they actually, I mean, before we get to episode six, they finally, this was the first show where the fan theories were sort of it wasn't just like it didn't get overhyped. Something actually did technically happen. But any thoughts before we move into episode six? I just think that they missed a really big opportunity with showing us how each variant got pruned. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I wanted to see that. And it's like we didn't see. That's the thing. They kept hyping up these variants. And I was like, we didn't even get to see their backgrounds or how they got pruned or like the reason for their pruning. Like they told them, but it's like, I want to see it. But then it's like, we didn't see anything. So that's why I was just like this episode, like lost a lot of like excitement for me. Cause I was like, yeah, that was just kind of bleh. Oh, see, I see like I can, I, I was fine with it. Cause they gave you sort of the back. They kind of told you the backstory about showing it. And I'm fine with that. Maybe in season two, they can, if they come back, I don't know if they will, but maybe they can show it then. And, I don't know. I have thoughts about that. All right. I, I, I have a, after I, yeah, I, I was fine. I was fine with the way they did it. Cause it was, the, the acting was really good. So I was fine with the way they did it, but I can see your point. Moving on to the final episode of the season for all time. Always the clock is ticking in the season finale, which finds Loki and Sylvie on a date with destiny. Did you think, let's just start here. Did you think that the finale was, did you think the finale was, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Did it accomplish what it was trying to do? No. No. Oh, okay. I th- I I thought it answered most of the questions that the f- show started, and obviously there is more questions to be answered. But that's like a normal TV show; it leads into it answers and leads more into another season, which there's going to be a season two. But I mean, it has nothing to do with that. Like, I'm fine with the season two, and like you know, we didn't get everything answered, but it's like what was presented to us wasn't fleshed out fully for the series as a whole, I felt like half of it was kind of a waste of time to be quite honest. This episode or the whole series in general? The whole, the whole series in general, because they didn't flesh out. They really didn't flesh out literally anything they presented to us in the very beginning. And I felt that was just so weak. I liked this episode. I liked Kong, Jonathan Majors. Oh, I fucking love him. Lovecraft country season two. We'll never forget it. Shut up. HBO hates us. (laughs) Oh, but that was really, I love Jonathan Majors. I loved Kong. I liked Kang. that they really, is it Kang or Kong? It's I'm Kang. saying Kong. Kang, okay. But I thought like, I liked that he explained everything. I loved his character. Like, I like that I'm not confused about the multiverse and the MCU. I totally understand it. It's just like, I just feel like this episode really didn't flesh out 
or even finish anything that was presented to us in the beginning, which is fine because we're getting a season two, but I just felt like, yeah, so this entire season was kind of a waste. See, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I agree with you. Jonathan Majors was like actually amazing. It was mostly like just like a 40 minute monologue of him, of them just kind of zooming in and out, which I was like a unique third act. So that I found that interesting and it kind of stood out to me. And I liked how it wasn't like the Kang that you know you're going to see later in the movies. It was like a different ver- of a different variant of him. And it also, ma- I mean, his explanation made more sense where it's like, because I was wondering in episode two, was it? Where I was like, are these all just from like, are these all like different multiverse Lokis when they were showing like the Hulk one, the biker one, all that. And I guess it is technically. And they just like have been pruning them to make sure there's no other um, multiversal war. But I don't know. I, I mean, I guess to me though, it was kind of like they had a bunch of questions. They ha- they, they were like pretty much like the, the main thing of the thing was like, a lot of a lot of the season was who, what is the TV and who's behind it and like they kind of answered it and I feel like that was just, it it was more of a setup for season two but I was totally fine with season one minus episode three but see like I don't care for when things do that they're like oh we're setting up for season two and I'm like so this entire first season was just a fucking filler but also like the show's main character is Loki and his arc was like finding himself and identity and all that and like that they answered the questions for him. But at the same time, yes, I get what you're saying. The side characters had a little less attention, and a little less love. And I agree with you're coming from. But at the same time, like the show is called Loki. And while they gave little things here and there, yes, that's what for season two is. And like, I, I feel like season two probably will focus on the characters more than Loki, maybe. Or maybe have more of a balance between it. They needed to answer season one's questions. They did. I thought they did, set though. up season two. We d- we still don't know why Sylvie Sylvie was pruned. Like, we still don't even know why she was pruned. Didn't they we say We don't know it? what happened. No. Oh, I thought they. We don't know it. why Miss Minutes is being a little shady. We don't know why Renslayer is. We don't know what turned. Yeah, yeah. what turned Renslayer? Like, it's just like we don't know any. We don't know why Mobius is obsessed with jet skis. Like, like I, I literally think it would have been better know, yeah. if they had ended it with answering all those questions but have Loki in a different timeline that that would have been set up season two, but they needed to answer like Renslayer and why she was so like, she knew what was really going on. And we needed to like, I don't think she knew. I think she wants to find out what was going no, on. I and then Miss Minutes knew. gave her those, those files. And then she's like, I got to go. No, I think she knew. I think she, well, she knows because her and Kang in the she comics knew to are, an extent. are together. Because I don't think she personally knew that the timekeepers were fake. So I think she learned that. And then like Miss Minutes gave her the files that she wasn't asking for. I think she knew the timekeepers were fake. I, I think I, she knew they were fake. I think, I think they're just leading you on to like make it think that she didn't know. But she knew. And I think they should have answered some questions with her. I'm not saying give us everything, but some things. Oh, see, I, I, I don't yeah. think she knew. And like it seemed like more of an origin that she, it's leading her to what she will become. It's just like even with like Mobius and Sylvie, like they didn't even flesh them out. A hundred percent, Hunter B fifteen. They didn't flush out a hundred percent. None of the Loki variants. It's like you don't have to flush them out a hundred percent, but they literally gave us nothing to work with. But like, just because you don't know a backstory doesn't mean a character can't grow. Like, we don't know Sylvie's backstory, but I mean, like, her character changes one eighty. She goes from like a villain to someone who was never really doing it for evil and like writing a wrong on in her life. So it's like, I, I don't, I understand what you're saying, but I don't necessarily feel like you need to know backstory in order to have character development and char- character growth. Like you can 
have kind of like a little idea and then grow on it throughout the series, which I thought they did. The other main Loki variants in the void, like uh, classic Loki and kid Loki and stuff like that. um, I feel like they had a history. You didn't see it, but they had a history and that gave them depth and their acting just like sealed that to me. I mean, for the, for those two, I mean, yes, you can say they were very quick, but I feel like that was the whole point of Loki. It was like seeing different versions of himself, like identity and all that. But I thought for those two in particular, um, even the alligator was captivating. No, because you didn't what find is, out where what, they came from. What is about from. Mobius? You don't know where they came from. You don't know their backstories. What What do you know about Mobius? He likes jet skis. And hmm. apparently 90s soft uh, caffeinated drinks. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Um, I thought you were going to say softcore porn. That's what I thought too. I was like, Jimmy, I don't remember that. I must have missed that episode. I was like, that didn't happen. But it's like, yeah, like Mobius. Where is a, what did we learn about him? We learned absolutely nothing. Sylvie, okay, so something happened, obviously, but we still don't know. We like, don't know what happened. Like, why did Renslayer take her purpose? from Asgard as a child? The whole time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to find out more about Sylvie. And I was like, I don't know shit about Sylvie. And it's just like, that's what happened with like a majority of the characters. So it's just like, that's why I'm just like, I feel like this entire season was kind of a waste. Because they're like, oh, we're going to have a season two. So let's just have 100,000 questions where it's just like, I felt like they were trying to follow the WandaVision formula to an extent where they were like, oh, we don't know, we don't know. But it's like WandaVision also like wrapped everything wrapped up it up end. or wrapped up what like the audience would want to hear. But it's just like here, it's just like we didn't wrap up anything. There's nothing wrapped up. No, and then they have all these extra questions like where did Renslayer go? Who's coming after the um, what's his, the he who remains? Like who's, who's coming now? I mean, we know it's Kang, but like what's happening to the multiverse? Because you saw this, the different the different like things going on well they explained who's coming after king like Like, that that was pretty clear it's just it's just with the characters it's like hunter b15 why couldn't we just why couldn't we see what her life was before then because then i felt like i would have connected more with her like you stole me you took away my life i'm like i don't i don't know what they stole you from i don't know what they took you away from like what happened to everyone else in the other multiverse the other timeline wasn't that a season two question? I mean, I guess so, but we literally have just, it's just, they left us with like nothing. Okay. So what was the point of season one? But I thought that like, they figured like, you wonder, like I, the question was like, what is the TVA? Who's behind it? W- like, what are they doing? And they kind of explained that. I thought, I mean, I, I mean, that's fine with the, who the TVA is or whatever. Like I will, that's not who like the, I don't think that's what people are focusing on. They want to know about the characters. They, I can't form a, a relationship or want to see these characters more when I don't know anything about them. That's what I'm saying. Loki went downwards for me because I love the first episode and it's like it went on a downward incline and then like slowly like got a little better but it's just like I have no connection to any of these characters. I literally almost like don't even give a shit what happens to them at this point. But didn't you say you felt bad when Mobius got pruned? Because I like Owen Wilson. <laughs> well, I'm just, I mean, there, I mean, but there obviously was a connection there. Uh, maybe Owen Wilson, maybe Mobius. No. I don't know. But Mobius, like, again, they didn't do anything for his character. It would have been great if they showed us, like, Sylvie's, like, opinion as to why she was taken away. But then, like, you know, Renslayer being like, actually, I don't remember why exactly we came after you. And then it's like, that's flushed out more in season two. But it's like, we didn't even get that. But I'm saying, like, just but like just because she wasn't, you didn't know how she was pruned, that you can't connect with her. I thought she was still like a, 
I thought you could still connect with the character. I just think that with the fact that they knew there was a season two, that they cut a lot of corners and that really affected the entire quality of the series as a whole. Because like over, overall, I still like the show, but I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Everything from the third episode onwards suffered from Yeah, from I, I 100% agree with that. Oh, I still, I mean, yes, I get they didn't answer all the questions, but I thought they still answered some questions, but uh, what was I going to ask? You oh. only, okay, I know what the TVA is. That's great. But that was one of the questions. You can't say they answer any questions. And that was one of the questions. Who was behind yeah, the TVA? Was, yeah, but it's like, okay, that's one thing. Like, cool. Like, everyone pretty was just like... But they were you, setting up like, questions in the first episode that they never really answered. Like what? Like, well, not the first, but like the second. Like, like well, what happened with all the... When, when she bombed the the timeline? No, like, I agree with you. What the hell that, happened there? That, I agree with you. I they I guess they fixed... That was, that was, a, that was kind then, of like a... Who was Sylvie? And then, like, who was B-15? And who were all these people that have... Who are these variants? Why are they there? What were there? What was... What made them a variant? You know, like, hyping up the variants and everything. And one, I felt like we didn't get to spend any time with the variants. Two, we didn't learn anything about, like, the variants really that to make them cool. Like, the Loki variants, I thought were chill. But then again, it's like... I, like, they gave us, like, brief little things about what they did. But I don't even... But it's just like, okay, but, like, I kind of want more... Like the whole point was just to see like the different multiverse things. And I didn't really get to see that. No. And I, I get what you're saying. I would, all I was saying is that you can't say they didn't answer any questions because a lot of the show was about the TV and they answered some about the TVA. That's all I'm trying to say. Can we talk about the Loki kiss really I quick? Didn't, I didn't like that. What did it? It was wasn't very uncomfortable. Was it as bad as <laughs> Rise of Skywalker? Cause I thought that was worse. No, because it wasn't, they weren't making out with each other. <laughs> It, it was like, more of a plan. It wasn't Ray. It wasn't Ray making out with a male Ray. It wasn't. It was like it pretty much. Kylo it Ray. was pretty much like if Luke and Leia had known they were brother and sister and continued to make out. Which one, Loki or so Game of Thrones? It was Game of Thrones. Yeah, but but we but we knew that. And Wait, we are we talking like, about Rise of Skywalker or Loki? We're so. going all over the place. Okay, oh, okay. Rise we're of going Skywalker. All the way back. So Good. if 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 Luke and Leia had kissed like after knowing everything about themselves that they were brother and sister. That is equivalent to Sylvie and Loki kissing at the end. Or like one of them knew, even if one of them knew. Like when they did, when they had the kiss, like if Leia knew and Luke didn't and Luke or Luke knew and Leia didn't and then they did it. That's like, ooh. yeah. Wait, are we comparing it though to Loki or Rise of Skywalker? Sorry, I'm lost. No, that's not like Rise of Skywalker. That's the original. That's the original. No, no, no. no. Are we comparing like if they kissed after knowing their brother and yeah. sister to yeah. Rise of Skywalker? No, to Loki. Like, to Loki. Oh, I, to oh. Loki. Like they weren't brother and sister, Ray and, and um Kylo Ren. So oh. it was just yeah, like they're not related fine. at all. <laughs> no, I know. I just wasn't sure. Oh, I don't see okay. There was it was just one Loki. It was just one kiss. It wasn't like they were kissing like she did it on purpose to get him away. It wasn't but like they it were was, flirting the whole series. And weirdly, yeah. is it weird that, that is it weird that that didn't bother me as much as like Matt, the, the Matt, Rise of Skywalker Matt, you know kiss? That they, you know they just came out with an article saying that kiss was legit. It wasn't to get Loki away. Yeah, it no. was like a legit romantic uh, well, I, kiss. I took it as to get Loki away. Film is subjective. And, and so it was film. disgusting. It was it wasn't disgusting. I'll take that back. It was just a highly uncomfortable because I was just like, because you like be I, and they were trying so hard to be like it's not narcissism in any way but it's like this feels like extremely narcissistic oh, see, <laughs> the I, only person that I, Loki could fall in love with is fucking himself which I thought was funny but also like I, I just I thought the Rise of Skywalker one was much more disturbing than this because I, I don't know. understand why you find it disturbing they're not related I don't know still I don't know <laughs> to me that was more disturbing than this kiss I don't know why 
I, I literally don't know because they were building the tension between them for all three movies. No, wait, hold on. You know what? You know what couple that conflicts me in that is John is John Snow and Daenerys Targaryen because they're supposed to be nephew. But they didn't know at that aunt. point. And then once they no, did, they I, were like, "No." But oh. what I'm saying, that's like their chemistry was so good that it made me conflicted. I was like, "Do I want John, Danny, sexy time?" Even though I know they're related, I'm like, "I'm so no. conflicted over this." See now, Cer- that's how I felt with the Loki's. That's Cersei how I felt. and what's her face? No, I did face? not feel that. Who's what's his face? Yeah. Jamie. Like, Jamie. You 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 knew from the beginning that they knew what they were doing. So I mean that just didn't bother me. Guys, next podcast <laughs> over them. all about just kisses between family or or mm. or people together. I don't want to do that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to do or that. Or people that shouldn't be kissing. Okay. I, also, before we go, I said to say the music for this show is the best MC music so far. I love the music so much, like even better than Endgame. And I, I, if you listen to this podcast, I say that I love it so much on here all the time. <laughs> but anyway, guys, uh, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Pop Horror Review. Click around www.poporreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.